When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Uh, and we're just talking about the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, we both, well, I've been practicing how to say her name all week because I've never, I've, it's always been a struggle for me as it is probably for most people. I mean, I feel like once I learned what it was, I got it pretty quickly. Not me because it's like, I hear it so rarely. I read it so often. I guess it's I listen to a, a, enough Epstein podcasts that I hear it all the time too. <laughs> I like it when English people say it. It sounds really pretty when they're like, Galen. Is it a, like a real British, like, did her dad make up this name or is it a real name? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because I've never heard of anyone else being named that. Me neither, but it seems, to me, it sounds like the fanciest name in the world. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. I don't know if it's made up, but I also called the British embassy this week, or actually not the embassy, the country of England. <laughs> and I also think my name, Agnes, sounds so much better when people with English accents say it. Some names are just like, you have to have an English accent for it to not sound like shit. Yeah, Agnes definitely sounds better with a British accent. Yeah, it's like the nasal, a, like the American nasal A doesn't really do it justice. Uh, so when you were on the phone with them, with the, oh, because you're trying to dual citizenship? You're gonna. You're trying to move to the UK, basically. No, I'm not trying to move to the UK. I just want the option to get the fuck out of here. If I, you know, I don't blame I mean, you. I mean, I would love to have an option, especially now. Well, now you're not. No one's allowed to go anywhere until COVID ends. We're all banned the UK, from you. The UK is so like obsessed with America and so like American style and its politics right now that I think that. I know we can't go anywhere in the EU, but I think now with Brexit, we still can go to England. I'm not totally sure. Because Brexit is, but Brexit hasn't officially happened yet, right? 
I don't know. I don't know when it starts. I mean, I know they voted for like that hard Brexit. So it just like, I think it's soon or maybe it's, but I know, I know there've already been problems. Like they already are realizing they need like passports to get back from like mainland Europe and they're all pissed about it. And it's like, why are you pissed about it? This is what you voted for. I don't understand. Yeah. But I mean, it's like half of them voted for, I, it's like here with Trump, like we're all pissed off about Trump because you know, it's not like every British person. I, yeah, I know it's not every, but I mean, well, kind of, I mean that what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Corbin. No, the other guy, the guy that won Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson won in like a landslide. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, because he was offering that hard Brexit thing. And yeah. And because yeah, the left just didn't consolidate there. It was like, it's sort of like the worst case scenario of what could happen in our election this time. Well, it's like what happened last time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's true. So maybe this time Sleepy Joe will pull it out. Hopefully. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's not like England is like that much better, but at least it's like, I don't know, somewhere else. Yeah, it's a good option to have. Yeah. Um, I wish that I i don't i mean i don't have the choice of any dual citizenship unfortunately my great grandparents came from england but i don't think that that counts i think it has to be like your parents yeah yeah uh gwyneth paltrow was on the cover of shape magazine this month did you know that wait no i didn't that doesn't like her yeah it's weird because my a friend of mine just like texted me the picture of the magazine cover i don't know if he was like grocery shopping or something and saw it uh Mm -hmm. and then i went online to look at the article because it was like a cover story and it made sense because she i think like months ago she would probably had like lined up some publicity because of season two of the politician Oh, yeah. But now you can't just, like, do an interview about the politician. So she talked about, like, quarantine. And then she basically, I don't know if this is something that Shape does normally or if Gwyneth, like, wanted to do this. But she spent most of her profile, actually, and she did this on her podcast, too, interviewing the Surgeon General of California. Um, So most of the article, even though it was, like, technically about Gwyneth, was actually an interview that Gwyneth did with the Surgeon General of California which was interesting using her platform yeah using her platform to amplify uh a black woman's voice and i didn't know so this woman uh dr let's see nadine um burke harris she's the first surgeon general of california so there's never been a surgeon general of california before her yeah i didn't know that i didn't know that either so she was uh i mean it was it was sort of an interesting interview. I, now I want to go back and listen to the Goop podcast where she gets into more detail with her. This well, woman, I mean, was it about COVID and stuff? Yeah, it was about every. It was about COVID. It was about um, like just like being a black woman in a powerful position. It was sort of about every all the hot oh, issues of the day. Interesting. Because she was like her own. She was like the only black medical student in her class at Berkeley when she was there. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah um wow and then and then they talked about their kids and like what they're like they're oh she did talk about like her um evening routine routine? evening routine yeah well that sounds interesting um i mean i haven't listened i never listened to the podcast i didn't even know what was on but maybe i should yeah i rarely do but this one looked sort of good 
it was weird. I mean, not weird, but it was interesting that someone who is like a, like technically, you know, the head doctor of all of California would talk to Gwyneth Paltrow. You'd think that that would be like, I don't know, because Gwyneth has such a reputation for pseudoscience or whatever. It seemed like a, an interesting, uh, controversial thing that the Surgeon General would speak with her. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe she was just like, oh, this is like good because then all like the crazy goo people will listen to me and understand that, you know, you have to wear a mask or whatever. Oh, yeah. So it's like like Bernie going on Fox News. Yeah. Or like when he went on Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, when he, yeah, totally. Gwyneth, I yeah. mean, people have made this comparison before, but Gwyneth is like the female Joe Rogan in some. Oh, of course she is. I mean, they have the same like type of appeal they have the same they push the same like weird false beliefs yeah and they both they both sort of say in their own way like oh i'm just here to start a conversation i'm just i'm not an expert i'm like a curious person who wants to yeah i'm a vessel yeah yeah what if they got married someday that'd sort of be well i mean oh my god i feel like yeah that would be really hot because it'd be like you know she's like highbrow and he's lowbrow yeah and he's just I don't know something about him. Yeah, there's something about him. I don't know what it is. He's very charismatic. I don't know how that show became that huge show that it is, but I I almost wanted to listen to it to try it, but the episodes are like six hours long. It's insane. And aren't they like all on YouTube? Uh, Now they're on Spotify. Now they're on Spotify. Yeah, so you can still listen to it as a podcast. Yeah, But but I think the whole thing was he always did it on YouTube. Oh, so you see. So many podcasters now like do everything on YouTube. I would rather die than see myself on YouTube. Well, maybe we should start doing this on YouTube. We'll, we we get more YouTube. I guess we'd get a bigger audience. People like to listen to podcasts on YouTube. Why? You just why you why do you want to watch? I don't. I just don't understand why you would want to watch they, people. Like, are listening to it? Oh, so they're not even watching it. I don't, I guess not. I don't know. I I think people just like watch YouTube all day and like, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, Like everyone gets radicalized on YouTube and joins like the alt-right and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. It's from like weird, like podcasts and like weird, like talk shows that are just like and people like doing like weird. I don't know. When YouTube's algorithm like further radicalizes you because if you if you watch like a QAnon video they'll recommend other weirder QAnon videos rather than recommending oh here's like a counter QAnon yeah counter argument or whatever yeah aren't they trying to change that though uh I know some platforms are I don't know that YouTube has been very cooperative with no I know that they've I know that they've been wanting to they've been saying that they're like looking into how to fix it so but maybe. I just don't know if they actually did anything or not. I Yeah, I don't know. The QAnon stuff is so weird because I, I was listening to like a like an anti-QAnon podcast called like QAnon Anon. Yeah, I follow that guy on Twitter. Uh, and starting to listen to it. And it, it seems like most people, even people that are into QAnon, sort of like don't take it too seriously. They, it's like a fun sort of soap opera that they follow, but they don't actually think like the whatever they call it like the reckoning is going to come the storm is going to come and like take down everyone right 
it seems like most well, people a lot have of people a sense who of humor. have a lot of people who have beliefs like that or like are in radical groups start off by being sort of ironic about it and it's kind of a joke and don't take it too seriously and then like get like sort of radicalized as they keep going through it but i think it's like not really common for people to to sort of only partially hold those beliefs and then like from that group some people become like further radicalized that makes sense yeah i mean i find myself straddling that line in a lot of the things that i listen to like Uh, what well i mean just i guess like politically sort of the the like I mean, I've, I started listening to more like socialist podcasts because I am like, I do believe that stuff, but then sort of the further you go down that rabbit hole, some things can get like a little crazier and you have, I don't know, like, I guess everyone has sort of a, a line in the sand. <laughs> you, you have to, so like, what's the craziest thing that you like heard on a podcast that you don't believe? Like, what's your, what's your threshold? Uh, well, I guess. Okay. So when 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 because i i do believe in like a lot of like class-based politics and like uh there should be like a, a a populism on the left but then when you know you'll get to the point where some people are basically say uh like identity politics meaning any sort of race or any sort of group that you would fall into like politics based on that stuff is like either totally bad or totally non-existent and i just think that's like completely unrealistic to to think that people would develop a hundred percent class-based politics and not have any identity politics that's just not how human nature works so when you get to like those people that are so hard marxist and hate identity politics a hundred percent that's that's where you sort of lose me okay but then on the other hand the democratic party has gone way too far in the other direction, like not having any sort of class politics. And that also is like bad. So I, I don't know. You think there needs to be like a middle ground. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound like a conspiracy theory. No, no, no. I guess conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Well, I mean, on, on our um, bonus podcast, we will do blind items from uh, NT from crazy days and nights. And he has his own podcast that I've started listening to. And that'll get some real crazy conspiracies but that's all like celebrity stuff so i feel like it's a little more fun oh yeah you can believe in celebrity conspiracy theories i think although i think it's all the same like psychology so it's dangerous in general oh 100 percent. i mean the same people that believe in celebrity conspiracy theories also like will start believing in uh political conspiracy theories or historical ones yeah um, and i heard that people will even believe in like contradicting conspiracy theories because it's just like once you believe in one you believe in more you believe in like all of them yeah because you believe that there is like an all-powerful group like like there are people who believe that like whatever you know lbj had uh jfk assassinated and then who also think jfk is like still alive like there are people who will like believe two things at once that don't make any sense i mean my favorite QAnon uh tangent is like the jfk jr stuff um that jfk jr is still alive and is like a trump supporter um and is helping trump like clear out the pedophiles or it was yeah it was in like the in 1999 when J, when JFK Jr. died in the plane crash. What really happened was Hillary Clinton <laughs> tried to kill him because she wanted to run for senator and he was going to run for senator. So she attempted to like take down his plane, but then it 
I guess didn't work. And now like 25 years later, he's a Trump supporter. Um, then don't they also believe that JFK is like really somebody else? Like that, like they always believe that people who died turned into other people. Uh, well, it's this guy in Pennsylvania that was at a Trump rally and that I guess has a slight resemblance to JFK Jr. So that's who they think is JFK Jr. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know other ones like that. And then like, I don't, yeah, I'm trying to find out. Oh, and also that like George W. Bush is, oh, have you heard that George, Ted Bundy turned into George W. Bush? I haven't heard that one. That's a good one. Yeah, that they got him and they were like, well, because he was like sort of involved with Republican politics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the classic yeah. is Jean Benet turned into Katy Katie Perry. Perry. Um, but those are all sort of, or like the Avril Lavigne died and it's like a double has been her for 15 years or whatever. Yeah. So, and that goes back to like the Paula's dead thing. I don't understand why people think that these people are also alive, but whatever. It's like, yeah. really, I don't really care. Uh, any other news going on in your life? No, I'm just like looking, I'm just like Googling about this JFK stuff now, but there's no <clears> news <throat> in my life. Any news in your life? Uh, no, just plugging along um doing my yoga by adrian yoga with adrian oh if anyone i was interested in maybe branching out and doing another yoga thing if anyone has like a yoga video or like an online yoga class that they like let me know because i'm interested in maybe branching out a little bit from adrian oh really why um i just want some like more like longer uh practices like she has some good like hour-long ones but she doesn't have that many and this this month the, her playlist is a lot of like 15 minute ones and I mm. just think I need a little something more challenging than that in my current yogic state that's great Brian um I know like a lot of the goop people do joy is like the big online one and bulldog is the one that Gwyneth does so I'm a little afraid both like price-wise and level-wise if if that's what like Gwyneth does I imagine it'll also it'll be like too hard and too expensive yeah but if anyone knows a good one let me know okay uh shall we go to the newsletters or is there any let's other no let's go oh I also want I forgot one more thing that did not make my newsletter but I wanted to briefly touch on it was Goop has been very sporadically trying to do these like Bon Appetit style food videos and the new one is like a true disaster. Oh, I didn't watch it. It's four minutes long. It's some lady who has like a vegan sauce company that's making like chicken thighs with a turmeric sauce and she doesn't she just is like let's put this sauce on the chicken and then she just says put it in the oven. She doesn't say what temperature the oven is like how long to put it in the oven it was just, it just made no sense it was crazy so you had uh, and there was no link to like an actual recipe so it was just useless i mean i guess the i guess you don't need a recipe you just need the sauce i guess but i just i mean now that like bon appetit is on hiatus cancel hiatus from like doing new videos i need some i need some food videos and i'm i know is bon appetit gonna come back what is happening yeah they are i mean i get like because i'm still on their mailing list so they every once a week or so they'll like send like a long email about how like sorry they are and like how they're trying to change so what what they're doing now is going through all their recipes and like canceling the ones that were like 
cultural appropriation. So they're going through like thousands of recipes and making sure that they're not, that like they never like tokenized anyone or like had an ingredient that was like problematic. So that might take a while. That's going to take a really long time. So they're going through all of that. So then the, the bad ones, they're just deleting forever. Or they'll put it, it'll be like gone with the wind. They're going to put a note on okay. it. Okay. Yeah, because uh, like the the one that people the hollow the Filipino hollow hollow recipe I, that was the big one that but... was the big one that Chris Morocco made with like popcorn or some shit yeah and there was also like a pho disaster where a white person okay. was like I'm gonna teach you how to make pho or something well that was a long time ago that was like a huge deal when it happened they like interviewed this like restaurateur in Boston who was like explaining how to eat pho and all that he was like a white guy yeah. And- it was like it didn't go over well at the time and they had to take it down i sort of remember that yeah that was like way before sort of the bon appetit youtube videos started um, yeah that should have been a sign then that yeah they can't keep doing that no but this white lady on goop sure didn't talk about the cultural appropriation of her turmeric tahini sauce that's for sure Goop's got to get with the times. Well, I guess maybe just because nobody's paying attention to what Goop is doing. No, those videos have like seriously about as many views as we have listeners. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell our secret. Yeah, but like, ooh, for Goop, I'm like, why? What is? Yeah, it's not not good. Not not a lot of high engagement on those cooking videos. Huh. Well, probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Yeah, let's get into this. Um, since we got a. a scathing review last week that I we were know. taking too long to get to goop i am honestly depressed now because of that i wish you hadn't told me like literally as soon as we started <laughs> recording you're like oh by the way we got a really bad review i mean i get it like i get i get like when you listen to a podcast about a specific thing you want the people to get to it but like honestly in order to keep i mean this is just to be honest like in order to keep this interesting to us like we need to talk about other things like in in <laughs> conjunction with goop like we do like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm sorry if you're not interested in Bon Appetit and like Ghislaine Maxwell, then. But it's like, how could you not be? And yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't get you, it. You, you're into Goop. You, you, how could you be into Goop and not be into Ghislaine Maxwell and Bon Appetit? Like, come on. Like, if you mix Ghislaine Maxwell with Bon Appetit, you get Goop. That's how it works. <laughs> that is absolutely true. I'm surprised there are not more pictures of Gwyneth hanging out with Ghislaine Maxwell. I'm surprised there aren't more pictures of Ghislaine Maxwell and Elise Lunen getting haircuts together. They <laughs> yeah, they, Elise definitely has the Ghislaine. She has, yes, she sure does. And um, uh, no comment. I remember my New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, let's move along. So maybe our friend will change their two-star review. Well, whatever. They're not our friend, and they're probably not listening. I guess not. Okay. What was your best of the week? Megan's essay. Oh, me too. Megan wrote this great essay about race and just her life and her experiences. And I feel like it was the only like thing I've ever read on Goop that was actually well-written, like ever. It's called What's a White Black Girl? And it's about how people tell her that she's a, a white black girl because of her like just like personality and interests and stuff and how it makes her feel it's just it's really good it's just like a very very engaging and like well written and i would have read this if it wasn't on goop like it feels like something that would have been published somewhere not goop because the only good writing usually on goop is from jean godfrey june who's like good but like mostly good and like selling you stuff this is just like a good essay yeah this is i mean it's 
cool that like Megan obviously like has this platform to to write you know and have a lot of people see it but like yeah she could have she could have like pitched this to any number of outlets and like gotten it published like it's just a great great essay it could have been in a magazine yeah 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 yeah. uh and yeah she talked I mean the headline is what's a white black girl and she touches on you know that a little bit like uh both you know white people and black people have like questioned her blackness because of the way you know the way she speaks or whatever her interests but then it it goes into more detail about just her experience um as a black woman in general and uh and all the shitty racism that that every black person has to deal with yeah like Um, how she sees herself versus how the world sees her and it's just it's really good yeah yeah and she she just has like a unique uh voice and like a unique writing style you know whether whether she's writing something really personal like this or like you know writing a silly beauty thing it her voice is really uh um present and everything oh yeah i mean she's she's like a good writer no matter what um but this is like different this is like another level i highly recommend reading this it's just like it's just good yeah yeah uh yeah you should just read it because i mean we're two white people so we don't need to like explain what she said uh you should just read her saying it yeah just read it it's really good um so yeah that was obviously my best too uh clear and away one of the best things i've ever read on goop honestly oh for sure i mean it's i mean like you know it's like this than the tools guys and like yeah. I mean, talking about like lip cream or whatever uh yeah I, I did love last year for father's day all those like weird daddy essays that they published oh my god see that was like that's the kind of essay they normally they're about their most of their essays are either about like how they became psychic why they hate their dad how like their best friend that they work with is a bitch like it's always the stuff like that yeah the essays are usually not that great. No. Uh, okay, what was your worst? The chic party with the epidemiologist. That was my I craziest. Was like, that was my worst. I mean, I guess it could have been craziest too. It was just like, ugh. It was like, I nobody wants to go to like a safe, socially distanced, like Hamptons party right now. And like, there's just something that's so, I mean, look, it is what it is. We're living in the times that we're living in, but there's just something so like post-apocalyptic about Goop telling you to put out a basket of cute face masks. Like there's just something so terrifying about that. I just, I could, I really did not. I just, the feeling of reading this was awful. Yeah. It was really creepy. And I, I did, I mean, it wasn't my worst. It was my craziest because I honestly did enjoy reading it like just as like a goop scholar like this is the this is like a a a great sort of example of you know goop in the apocalypse like what what they would publish and they did and like they really went for it and i think it's like sort of crazy and and like very i mean people are just either people are either going to be irresponsible and have parties or they're going to stay home and not have a party like i don't know that there's very many people that are going to like put this much time effort and money into like having this glamorous socially distant party for i mean they recommend less than 10 people which is a good recommendation but it it it's crazy and there like there were i think 14 different steps of how to plan this party um i mean it's like this is nobody is doing this i just don't think it's happening i think it's like a nice try because they're like we have to do this we have to sell like decanters and like how else are we gonna do it like this is party stuff like we have to like just say it's a socially distant party 
Yeah. But I just don't think it's like, I don't think it's, I just think it's like for some people, it's like all of this stuff is just like completely aspirational, but like here it's this idea that you're going to have, I, I mean, I just don't, I feel like if you're going to have like that small of a gathering with like just your most intimate friends or family or whatever, you wouldn't go through all of this. <laughs> to no, like, it, have, like, cause who are the people that would be coming to this? Like it would be like your best friends or like your family. Yeah. And you wouldn't need to impress them with all of these crazy things. And so right. like you, you're obviously, if you are seeing people, family members, close friends, it's because you, you miss them and you really want to see them and like all this like goop shit would not matter like you just want to hang out with your friends and family yeah i mean like you know everybody likes to have nice things but you're not going to put down like they tell you to do like um like uh what's it called like place cards yeah with with like, no like, one is doing that no um i just gonna i, I want to read through these really quickly because they're they just get so crazy um okay. so number one is do it outside duh Two, lay down clear ground rules. Um, and you have, there's a mnemonic device, say time, space, people, place. And I guess that will remind you the rules. Um, keep the group small and the drinks light. Oh yeah, because the more drunk you get, the, uh, the lower your inhibitions are and the less that you'll do social distancing. Um, yeah. Then pools are okay, thank God. Uh, thank God. Oh, actually that is important information to me. That is, uh, yeah, that's, that's the one thing I was like, yes yeah um because well in la the only pool i have regular access to is your parents pool so i, I know and it's the only one that i but i'm like scared to go in because like i don't want to go in and give my parents COVID or something uh i think you'll be fine well that's what this that's what goop says yeah because so. yeah, the chlorine chlorine kills COVID, right but it doesn't have it's a salt water oh yeah mm. dangerous mm. Uh, yeah, then put out extra masks. Cute ones. They had like a little tie-dye mask. They are cute. Uh, set out hand sanitizer in bowls. And then they also suggest making your own hand sanitizer, which I'd be like, I would not trust anyone to like make their own hand sanitizer. This is, my mom has been on this since this whole thing started. She's making her own hand sanitizer? Yeah, she's been making her own. What do you do? You just like put vodka? Like I what do you do? She no, it's like alcohol. I don't know. She's told me a million times and I always kind of tune out <laughs> when she tells me what she's doing. I'm like, okay, I don't care. I don't, I have hand sanitizer. I don't need to do this. Why are you telling me this? Uh, then yeah, use plate place cards to create distance. So I guess I don't know why place cards would necessarily create distance, but. Cause it like tells people where to sit. Where to sit. Uh, yeah, you, you can mark the place settings or spacers with something. Oh, or have like a chocolate bar or a treat, a vase of flowers, a jar of honey, a cracker. I don't get it. A jar of honey. That yeah, you're gonna make you're gonna like collect honey from all of your your thousands of bees in the backyard and give each person their own individual jar of honey. Okay. Uh then lanterns make any setting sexier. I don't really understand what that has to do with social distancing. They're just selling lanterns. Yeah. Um then you need separate Oh, separate serving utensils for each person. Oh God, that's so complicated. Oh my God. Like I would just, that, that would be, be the end for me where I'd that be would like, be well, the I'm end not of having it. a party. I know. Yeah. It's like, then you know what? You can't have a party. Uh, yeah. Like, or just say, okay, bring your own food and alcohol, bring your own stuff. Or just bring your own over. spoon. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Just say you can come over and use the pool. Just bring your own stuff. Hey, Easy. One step. That, yeah, it's a potluck. 
it's a perpetual potluck for the end of time. Uh, pay particular attention to cups and glasses. Obviously, yeah, people are like <laughs> drinking out of each other's glasses. Okay. Um, I mean, also you wouldn't want to like clean another person's glass. Oh no! Oh my God! There's so many reasons why I would never. There's have so a party. many reasons not to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, take care with drinks. Oh, so bring your own bottle of wine or ask people to bring their own batched cocktails. I really am not going to ask my friends to like batch cocktails. Uh, or you get a you wrap a cloth around a bottle every time you pour. Oh my God! No, thank you. Install a fan in the bathroom. I guess because you'll get like the shit particles and the COVID particles on you. Oh, because COVID is in your shit. Yeah. I mean, you should have a fan in your bathroom anyway, right? I don't have a fan in my bathroom. I guess I don't either. Most people do, though. I always think it's just because I'm poor and I don't have one. Oh, like in the, like, yeah, I don't, I don't have one. I don't know. Doesn't your, your bathroom has a fan? If I turn on the light, doesn't a fan go on? Or no? I don't think so. Oh, maybe not. Then be generous with hand soap and hand towels. Duh. Um, Oh, the last one is like super crazy. It's games to make games, make people feel closer. So their suggestion is I have friends who give everyone their own instrument at their place setting. Then in the middle of the meal, everyone makes music together. I would literally shoot myself in the head if someone told me to do there's so many reasons not to go to this fucking party number one you might get covid number two everyone has to sit around making music together that's like the cult from hereditary psychotic that's not a normal thing you do at a party i mean i don't know how to play a fucking instrument yeah i guess if you're if you're a musician and you're having a party with like other musicians i would imagine that like a party would naturally sort of descend into like jamming out but I stay away from all those people. Like I love listening to music like on Spotify or like maybe go to a concert, but like, I do not want to mix my like socializing with listening to music. I mean, I just think I, I'm not cut out for it. And I, can you imagine if your neighbor was doing this? Um, I, well, oof. my na- my neighbors have been having parties in their backyard. Uh, well, at least they're not banging on they're drums. Not, yeah. So. Um, they're not doing music yet, but they're, well, they're, they're not bad. They're having like little get togethers. Uh, I'm just jealous because they have a backyard and I can look into it. I know. I just want to be like outside. Uh, I know. Um, and then there's a whole other section about like for kids. Um, I don't need to go into it. It's mostly crafting, but yeah, moral of the story is don't have a party. This would be so much work and effort and stress to even go to a, this type of party, let alone actually like hosting it. This doesn't sound fun at all. Rather that, stay home. That's what Zoom's for. Yes, do a Zoom. I mean, I those like Zoom DJ like dance parties look stupid too, but it's better than this. Well, yeah, I don't want to do that either. I just want to do. I just, I just, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you at this point. I know it's hard. there's nothing we can say or do that will change it just like everyone everyone needs to like deal with it unfortunately just deal with it (laughs) uh so my oh god my worst was the breast implant doctor okay this is my craziest because it's so scary to me it's psychotic like so this guy well okay so this plastic surgeon needs to make more money so he 
is specializing in this dubious disease called breast implant illness which he basically basically admits is not a real thing and yet well, he's it like it hasn't been proven but <laughs> i think it's real well i i think that there are obviously health risks of having breast implants and like yes you can you can there are complications but i don't think a blanket term of just breast implant illness is like a thing like it's not i mean this is i mean it's this just is like people who i think well he said that like your hair can fall out yeah but but these are all unproven yeah this is like it doesn't necessarily have to loss. do i and think the, that people just like wish that they i know people like really regret getting breast implants sometimes well yeah this was the whole yolanda hadid storyline on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she thought she had chronic Lyme and then like partially of the way through, she thought maybe it wasn't Lyme, it was it was breast implant illness. Because um, she was, I mean, had a lot of autoimmune response and was really, had brain fog and like fatigue and it's horrible. But it's, I think this guy is like preying on these, on, like these like rich white women who are, I mean, I'm not, you know, saying that they don't feel bad, but it's like, I don't know that like this hasn't sure. been studied at all nobody knows at what all. it is it's basically just something that he made up but i do think that like yeah to say that like your breast implants are causing these problems where it's like it's just like so exhausting because it's like put them in take them out they're making you sick they're making you attractive like you need these you can't have these it's just like oh my god it is so crazy but this is my craziest because the whole thing just like freaks me out and makes me really depressed but i mean yeah, yeah, you don't have breast implants. Like it's, no. it's. I mean, hey, I don't want to like shame any woman for, you know, doing this, but like you're putting foreign substance into your body. There's going to be some complications. Like this is not. Well, there's like always the possibility of complications. Yeah. Uh, but then I it's mean, funny. Like this interviewer. I mean, he the the interviewer keeps asking questions, specific questions, and he just has no answers for them. Like, yeah, every single question he's like, well, there's no data. There's yeah. no, that hasn't been researched. I don't know. Like nobody knows. <laughs> Maybe. And it keeps going on. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's always on group. It's like always some man like telling women about this stuff. I don't yeah, know. These, these plastic surgeons are all like really like good looking guys. It's, a, it's such a weird culture. Well, because they all have plastic surgery. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they all know. do it. They all uh, get it. Uh, it's so odd. Yeah, it's really weird. I do want full, like, plastic surgery. <laughs> I just want to, like, completely, like, go into a room and then they just, like, give me a full plastic surgery and I come out and I'm, like, 25 and I'm a different person. I mean, really? No. I don't know. When I was younger, I used to really want breast implants. I don't anymore. But, I mean, no, I guess not. I don't really want plastic surgery. All I want are just, like, fillers and Botox. Yeah, I would definitely go for some Botox right about now. And like, yeah. I do want like a perfect body, but I don't want, like, I want to just have a perfect body from working out Maybe and yet I don't actually want to work out. I know. I want to have my body that I had when I was 30, when I was like doing bar all the time. And I had to remember, Brian, you remember. Oh yeah. I mean, you looked great then, but you look great now. Like I don't, uh, it's, it's not a huge difference. Thanks, Brian. But I'm telling you, I—that's like my dream body. But who knows when? Uh, I mean, my the best body I ever had when I was like 22 and eating like shit and drinking like a fish and doing drugs and I was, was like my 
thinnest then, but aged. I was like, I looked like I was really skinny, but I looked yeah. like an emaciated like freak. I don't think I was like I don't. I feel like my best body was when I was like a little older, but I was like more toned. More, more toned. Yeah. I mean, I actually I am pretty proud of myself. Like I I'm feeling physically stronger and and better now than I have in a while. So yeah, you've really been hitting that. Yoga. COVID. I mean, it's great when you can. Uh, when you're getting your Bernie bucks and don't work and can just work on your body all day. It's like being rich. Well, we're getting our exercise bike in the mail today. Oh, you're getting an exercise bike. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? But it's not, it's like a, it's like a cheap little, it's not a Peloton. No, it's like not even it's, I don't know if it's even gonna be good. It's like, it's collapsible. Cause our apartment's like not, we can't fit it anymore. So it's like, we can like scrunch it up into like a little cube and put it. That'll be nice though. I would kill for enough room and a Peloton. It would be so amazing. I wish I could have a Peloton because then, I don't know, I would want to like, I spin classes are like amazing. It's like, I've never felt better than getting out of a spin class or worse at the same time. Like after like a good, like, have you ever done like a real? No, I've never done one. And now I don't think I ever will. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's never coming back, but like, you feel high after you do a spin class. It it's sounds like, so fun. It's just like, I mean, I don't know. I just like love it. Yeah. Like they turn off the lights and they make it all cold and they're screaming and they're like blasting music. <laughs> and afterwards you're like, just like it, you feel like you're on like crystal meth. <laughs> you're just like going crazy. I, you know, if we ever get to do that again, I would like to go to like in like WeHo, they have like gay ones where it's like all Britney or something like that sounds so fun. Oh yeah. Um, Aside from like my like body dysmorphia and like feeling completely inadequate, if I was like actually working out with those people, I would I would enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you can't go to Soul Cycle because they're Republicans, but I always went to Flywheel, which I think is only in LA, but it's like a chain. Flywheel and Aura Cycle. Okay. Those are both good. Um, I I permanently canceled my Gold's Gym account. Are they Republicans? No, I just, they were reopening. So they were going to keep charging me. And like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to a fucking gym. So no. I thought that it was actually going to be harder to cancel. They were, I, I thought they were going to like, try to like, you know, get me to stay, but I emailed them and they're like, okay, your membership's canceled. They didn't care. Probably because of like COVID. They're just like they, being nice about it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I would like to go to, that's the problem is like in the summer when it gets so hot, I would actually like the option of going to a gym and doing like my long walks on a treadmill instead of yeah, walking outside, but not this summer. It's too hot to walk out. I mean, I can't. Uh, yeah, I have to do it, you know, early in the morning. It's okay. But if I, yeah, if I don't yeah. get it in early, I'm, I'm toast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently they're going to turn that old Toys R Us, Toys R Us by my house into a gym. So maybe when, co- maybe COVID will be over by the time they do that and i'll join that one that's a really big well i guess gyms are big yeah uh okay so we finished our craziest and our worst so those would are like the big ones yeah um i would try oh i don't know if i would really try it but i'm always kind of um intrigued by the face massages there was another french face massage which we've they've done this in goop before and it's just like sometimes someone will have this idea that you can like work out your face and do Botox on your own self, like naturally, which is like always something that I'm interested in. I know it's not real. I don't want a face massage, but I just put it as my try because what the fuck? I don't know. This was my try too. I loved it. It was, it's a, it's a 43 second video 
um it's this woman who's like a, i guess famous facialist in france she's like a french woman named sophie carbonari who works at the grand hotel du palais royal and then she basically just tells you to like like poke your face and do like little jazz hands um and it's supposed to be i don't know get rid of your dark circles it was i did it when i i did it along to the video and it felt good yeah but i don't really think it's gonna do anything but i'll try it um it it is very french and like i don't think she because there's no um talking on the video i think she probably like doesn't speak english so it's like a very serious she's like very serious in french as she's doing like these silly uh little facial exercises so i liked it yeah france is serious business um i didn't have a good serum to to use i have like a oh actually i do have like a really good i got it on amazon and it's like a three-in-one vitamin c hyaluronic acid and retinol serum what is it uh, who makes it it's just called i don't know c active active c or something if you go on amazon and you just search for it it'll like be the first one that comes up and it's like okay. 20 bucks and it smells like like orange creamsicle it's really it's really mm, good that sounds good um, i do i have them all separate from the ordinary and this like other brand that i can't think of off the top of my head and i can't forget it um but yeah until until i'm able to afford my vintner's daughter i'm using this and i like it i mean i vintner's daughter is good but like the retinol is the most i mean i truly believe retinol is the most important thing yeah yeah i think so um yeah so what would you buy yeah okay so in that article about like how to have a socially distant party or whatever that's there's the naturopathica 64 dollar daily uv defense because my dermatologist who i've never met and i've only done over the like email appointments with and like email pictures of my face too was like you have to be using 50 spf 50 every day oh yeah which is higher than i use i think i i, I mean i have spf 55 but i also have like the ones that are in my makeup are either like 30 or sometimes even just 15, but I'm like, okay, I need to be using 50s, 50 every single day. I, yeah, I always used like 15 or 25 um, until John and because he's so fair, he always uses 50. So now, mm-hmm. so we don't have to buy like separate sunscreens. I use 50, but yeah, that's probably better anyway. Yeah. Um, so now I know, so I need a good, I mean, cause I, I don't know, it's probably not true, but in my mind, like all of the ones that are like good for your skin have like lower SPF. I don't think that's true. I think it's just like my weird beliefs. So I need a good facial moisturizer with an SPF of 50 or higher. Yeah. I, I go through so much sunscreen, um, that I still just use, well, right now I actually have like the CVS generic version of um copper tone or whatever and it smells it's it's so i think it smells better than the the fancy one like it it has that great sort of classic coconutty sunscreen smell favorite but it but it's a chemical sunscreen so goop wouldn't approve but i just use so much of it every day i would i mean i would go bankrupt if i had to do mineral sunscreen i know it's so expensive but i don't know Anyway, I need new sunscreen. What would you buy? Oh, um, oh, so there was an article on like, uh, how, you know, the classic white tea and like 
every group employee had, you know, a recommendation. So I just want, um, I would love some like just slightly nicer t-shirts. I I do really like the Uniqlo ones. That's what I usually get. And they're, they're good everyday t-shirts, but they're not, they don't feel expensive really. So I was, I don't know, looking to maybe go just one step higher. uh, And I was looking into maybe getting some like Everlane ones or Madewell has a men's section, which I don't know. Is that even nicer, Madewell? Or is Madewell just like garbage? I don't even know. I like Madewell, but I don't know. Hmm. I have a really good, um, I like James Purse for t-shirts. James what? James Purse. Oh, do they have men's? The designer. But they're really expensive, but I get them on like, um, like Nordstrom rack or something. And sometimes you can find like good deals on it. Oh, I'll look into that. Cause yeah, I was looking like, I don't, I mean, I don't need like a really, like, I was just thinking, you know, around like a 20, 20 to $25 t-shirt is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Instead of, you know, the Uniqlo ones are like seven bucks or whatever. The Uniqlo ones are pretty nice. They're not bad. They're better than H and M. And they're definitely better than, Ooh, I was in a pickle and I bought like a, a six pack of white tees from Costco a couple years ago. Uh-huh. those are like unwearable they they i mean they feel like sandpaper oh my god yeah i can imagine but they're like a dollar each i mean it's i'm sure made by a four-year-old in vietnam or something horrible okay yeah awful um and like madewell and everlane they have they're aren't they like a little less problematic they right everlane i think goes above and beyond to try to be unproblematic Madewell, unclear. I don't know. Okay. Well, Madewell uh, is uh, J. Crew. Oh, so it's still um, sweatshop, probably. If it, I, mean, I didn't know Madewell was J. Crew. Ugh. I believe it is. I could be wrong. I think it is. Uh, I miss. I just miss American Apparel, honestly. American Apparel. Oh my god! I know. I still have this black hoodie from like my twenties that I'll never get rid of because it's like that. You can't find anything like that anymore. Like it's just good. It, it was fits soft. amazing. It looks great. It feels great. I know it was ethically made. It was made in downtown LA. Downtown I mean, LA. You, you got a living wage, but you had to get like sexually harassed by Dove Charney. So yeah, pluses and minuses. Yes, exactly. Roses and thorns. But uh, yeah, the good old days. I don't know. God, my dream when I was like in my early twenties was to be an American Apparel model. Oh my God! I know they I would, all. I mean, I was not the right type, but. Uh, it would have, no, I mean, it would have yeah. just been like the coolest thing ever. Yes, it would have been really cool. God, that whole thing is like, that was like our whole 20s. Like every, like all my clothes were American apparel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like, you went straight from, I mean, hey, if you guys remember the turn of the millennium, you went straight from Abercrombie and then Abercrombie was over and your whole aesthetic changed. And then it was American apparel. Uh, now it's I don't know what are kids like. What is the thing that kids like? Supreme. That's the brand oh, that kids yeah. like. Is that what they like? Yeah, Supreme's it's like been around for a while though. But I think it's very. It's like the skater brand that kids like. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about them. No, I would look really. I would look like a, like an Epstein type of person if I was wearing Supreme. Doesn't it just? Isn't it just like a logo? I mean, it's a brand of like clothes oh are they i don't know any of it i only know like the logo on stuff i don't even know yeah it's like street it's it's like expensive streetwear that kids like 
Okay. And they only release like a certain amount. So you, there's like the scarcity of, you know what I mean? I know they've been getting sued because like some artists came up with that um, or like a long time ago, I think an artist created that like font, like the logo Yeah. and they just like stole it. I think. I'm sure. I mean, everyone steals from everyone. That was something that I heard about it a long time ago. So buy direct from the artist guys. If your teenage sons are asking about Supreme, Supreme say buy direct from the person who Supreme stole from. Yeah. Uh, When I was a teenager, even before Abercrombie, the big brand that everyone liked was Stussy. Oh, that was when we were, when I, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Stussy, quick You were little, because I was in junior high. uh, Stussy was, Stussy and Massimo. Massimo, yeah. I always wanted Massimo stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Well, those were the days. Um, Good old days. Anything else? Wait, did you do your thing? You oh yeah, you did. We just talked about your yeah shirt. the t-shirts. Um, no, I guess not. We'll keep it nice and tight so that nobody gets bored with our fucking banter, <laughs> which is what this. Yeah. Is. Oh my god, sorry. We're under an hour. Okay, perfect. Uh, so guys, uh, if you want some bonus content, go to our Patreon. We uh, just put out our new newsletter, and we have uh, a great bonus podcast, all recapping the uh, season two of the politician um, yeah and also doing a couple of like the blind items too which yes so and it's if, really really fun and if you join our patreon you get uh access to like all of our back bonus episodes so you could start from the very beginning yeah oh and if you want a white t-shirt you can go to our oh, store yeah. and buy our goop girl t-shirt that was worn by Gwyneth Paltrow herself you can find a picture of her wearing it on our instagram uh yeah i won't guarantee that the quality of the t-shirt would be the most amazing thing but it's more about the the logo it's more about the logo exactly um all right guys well thank you so much for listening uh we will talk to you next week we'll talk to you next week Bye. bye If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 